Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. The thing I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Enjoy the show. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show this week, presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I feel like somebody else should have said that. Oh, that would be Dancing Pete from Complimentary Horsemanship. So, Pete, uh, are you ready for the... Hurricane? He must be getting ready for the hurricane. I told Isaac I felt very strange being on this set with the chair. <laughs> no Pete. So we're going to switch it up to our second set. We'll see you there. So moving to uh, this set instead, with uh, Pete out this week, we decided not to do a live show due to uh, the impending hurricane. But you will enjoy the um, pre-recorded show that we have for you. We're going to have Dr. Adam Kayot uh, with us from some time back. But when he talked about hurricane preparedness and uh, certainly good to get some last minute tips in. Uh, and if, of course, you're listening on the radio on Saturday morning, it's all over and hopefully we're all fine. And hopefully Florida uh, escaped some of the uh, wrath of similar to the storm last year so uh, but he's going to talk a little about that and then we have a very special segment uh, that I have uh, cried buckets over and that is uh, the family of Taylor Scromey were with us a few weeks back and Isaac stepped right out of his box and really put a great deal of thought and time as we both did into this amazing interview with this wonderful family who blessed us with a visit here to the Ocala area, to the horse capital, and shared with us about their 22-year-old daughter, Taylor Scromey, who sadly uh, passed away last year. But the legacy that they have chosen is so special, and it involves a little horse called Apollo. So I know um, you're probably going to need your tissue box out ready for this. Uh, but Taylor was an equestrian, a barrel racer, and she was very much involved in therapy, and she loved to go fast. So we are going to share a little bit about her life and learn a little bit about her family as well and celebrate her and the legacy that's left behind. And then a marathon of Aaron Vale. And you can't go wrong there. We have all three of the segments uh, out at the farm with Aaron Vale when he really shared with us kind of day-to-day -day life of our really our top U.S. produced show jumper. So and we'll wrap it up with that. 
and I think it will be a great show. So if you're sitting around uh, at home now all ready for the storm, you can enjoy this. And of course, as I said, if you're on 97.3 The Sky on Saturday morning, it's all over and um, hopefully we're all good. But a quick mention um, as you're preparing, if you did not tag your horses, if you either don't have tags or if you they ran out because they ran out by the time I got there, um, there are some wonderful things that they, they sell that are very handy and um, good tips for storm. Obviously, probably too late for you to run out and get this now. But I was at Seminole Feed Store and picked up this all-weather paint stick livestock marker and this works really well. You can scribble all over your horses. You can scribble go away, Adalia, if you want. But definitely put your phone number and your name if you're going to do this. And, you know, it, it will eventually wash off. Uh, the idea is that it won't wash off right away because, of course, we are expecting some rain. But this is a very handy thing. And I got this at Seminole. So um, you can pick that up. Uh, hopefully we don't have another storm this year. But just a few things. If you're wondering why I'm a bit beat up, I'm actually moving. Uh, don't ever move. So while I was in Seminole, handy little Kong refillable because my cat has to be trapped for a little while in a room while she gets uh, accustomed to the new home. So this is premium catnip refillable and cuddly little squirrel that she's going to have a lot of fun with and hopefully it will sedate her because she doesn't like being shut in. And then for the little dog, a cool pup, you actually can put beef broth or water in this and freeze it. Isn't that great? I think it's really... I just went shopping. What can I say? And then, of course, I picked up some fly masks for the mini donkeys. Shout out for Olivia from Crystal Cryo, who has been taking care of them for me today. And then I couldn't resist some mini muffins, whole grain horse treats with a sweet candy center. So Seminole are amazing. Thank you, Seminole, by the way, for the shout out for my birthday on social media. That was so sweet of you. And um, we'll have this flyer next week on the show Uh but Customer Appreciation Day is coming up. That is September 23rd and 24th, Highway 40 West and Bellevue. 15% off in-store items, $2 off Seminole Wellness, $1 off Seminole Feeds. In-store giveaways, Seminole love celebrating their customers, so make sure you make it down there. And uh, they've been with us since the beginning, you know. Seminole have been with us since the Horse Talk Show began in December of 2013. Can you believe it? And, oh, wrong shoulder. <laughs> Get it right, right? 10 years. Can you see it? It's behind me. Yes, 10 years coming up. So we are celebrating that probably from December to at least March. We'll be celebrating that 10-year anniversary and sharing with you some very cool things that we've experienced over the years. But I want to invite Kevin Rizzo, if he's watching, to come into the studio, the closest show to December 13th, because he was the producer of the show back in the beginning when I was a nervous wreck. And he made me laugh a lot. So thank you, Kevin Rizzo. And we are going to be inviting you in. So hopefully you're watching. Um, some other important events coming up. Do not forget the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by AgPro is coming up in October, October 21st from 10 to 6 p.m. at the Florida Horse Park. Thank you to our wonderful sponsors who are involved in this. Pat Myers Electric, Larson Hay, Ocala Polo, of course, the Florida Horse Park, Loco Graphics, the Horse Talk Show. Oh, that might be us. Uh, the Florida Mounted, Equus Television, and also joining us, um, Engel and Volkers, also real estate company. Wonderful supporters so that people can come and enjoy vendors, food trucks, hay rides, horse demos, a horse breed exhibit, an all breed parade, 
free admission. This benefits gentle carousel miniature therapy horses for education and uh, hobby horse sports. This year, show jumping, dressage, horse racing, mounted shooting, roping, barrel racing, and polo. You get to try all these sports on a stick horse. We also have a competition for the best stick horse, the best school, the best business, and the best individual. We have trophies, reserve grand champion and champion for the whole day if you compete in all the sports. And the horse parade in the morning will be phenomenal. So many horses out there for you to see. And hopefully almost one of every one of the 62 breeds that are in Marion County. October 21st, 10 to 6 p.m., the Florida Horse Park. Don't miss it. Another wonderful event coming up. We love Piranha. Piranha Life has their golf tournament again November 3rd. Piranha are such a huge supporter of so many things that we do that are equine in this community and beyond. We're so grateful that they're here in all of the things that they do. You can golf with PGA Pro Ted Potter. It's going to be a wonderful event again. And as they did before, they choose three charities that will benefit from this golf tournament. And they're all wonderful charities. Again, Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses, who have been giving so much back to this community by visiting schools uh, and visiting our elementary kids and giving them this opportunity. So also Canine for Warriors and the Florida Youth Ranch. So wonderful charities that benefit. Make sure you either sponsor or you get a team together and play. That means we got to wrap it up, but we're coming back with Dr. Adam Kayot and he's going to tell us how we prepare properly for a hurricane. Stay with us. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip.
experience the bluegrass. Step into the Elwood Hotel and Suites, situated in the heart of Lexington. Elwood is a unique yet familiar place, your home base to explore. Minutes from the University of Kentucky and the best distilleries on the Bourbon Trail. Only a short drive from horse country and from the iconic Keeneland racetrack. Full of warm, natural light, Elwood rooms are inviting a space to retreat, rewind and relax. From spacious rooms to extended stay suites, each room is unique, just like you. Don't miss a beat in your fitness routine either, and your fairy friend is welcome too. Elwood has cozy beds, yummy treats, and snuggles too. Elwood is more than a landing place. It's a tribute to a contemporary Southern lifestyle, a delicious place to refuel and to launch your Lexington adventure. Book your stay at theelwoodhotel.com and like them on Facebook now. Settle in at Elwood and begin generating memories in the heart of the bluegrass. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Join us for the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by Ag Pro Companies of Ocala, October the 21st at the Florida Horse Park. Enjoy the parade of horse breeds, take a free hayride, and learn horse sports by competing from the safety of a stick horse. Win ribbons and prizes in barrel racing, show jumping, calf roping, racing, polo, plus food trucks and a vendor village. Don't forget to horse around with us on October the 21st, 10 to 4 p.m. at the Florida Horse Park. Free admission for all ages. This event is part of the CEP's Equine Initiative presented by Piranha. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here with Dr. Adam Kayot at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. We're going to have Dr. Kayot give us a few horse hurricane tips just in case. Of course, we hope we don't need these, but let's just get them out there. Dr. Kayot, hurricane tips for horse owners. Yeah, so we're, we're taping this time of year, hurricane season. So the, the, the question I always get asked is, is it better for my horse to be in the stall when the hurricane's coming or out in the field? And I said, well, that depends on your stall. Um, if, if you have an old barn that structurally is um, a little suspect, then your horse might be safer out in the field. However, if you have a, a, a barn that's really sturdy like this one, probably safer bet to put the horse in the stall. So that gets that out of the way. I mean, I've had, horse, I've had horses, you know, I've been down here almost 21 years now. I've had horses killed in both areas so one is not better than the other necessarily but i think it weighs on there's more protection in the barn than out of the barn but if you have a horse that's not normally ever in a stall it might be wise to practice that's before exactly. storm time yeah, yeah don't wait until the wind's blowing <laughs> and trees are falling around and it's time to put him in the stall he's yeah that might not work out so good but um so that that's uh, that that certainly is a consideration you need to think about. Um, 
Horses generally deal fine with with hurricanes, um, even if they're outside. Um, as long as they're not hit by flying debris, they do fine uh, most of the time. The thing that I commonly find um, after hurricanes in horses are abrasions that happen on their lower limbs. A lot of times they'll get cellulitis, and and I'm thinking that's just due to the sand and the debris that the that is hitting them in the lower legs where they don't have as much protection and and so you get these little micro abrasions that end up getting infected afterwards so that's the most common thing i see um but certainly as far as management goes um we kind of went over do do you bring them in or leave them out you need to have water available to them you know fill your muck tubs up clean your muck tubs out fill them up with water because if you lose electricity for a week or two weeks and that pump's not working you know and you don't have a water source um you need to be able to to provide water for them and that that you know that's probably the most scary thing so you need to have plenty of water available um if if your pumps go out and you lose electricity um other than that you know certainly uh if you have a first aid kit of some sort some bandages your typical banamine anti-inflammatories all those things can be good and you know if, if you get an accident that that might need some first aid because we can't come out if the hurricane's bad enough veterinarians aren't necessarily coming out and running around on the roads either so you have to be able to handle a lot of this on your own uh, in the acute phases and then once we can get there we can get there um certainly so um and you know you, you know how it is around here trees fall across roads and you can't get there you can't get past them and there's you know there's no way for us to get there so you have to be a little bit self-sufficient certainly um, in the acute stages so have your first aid kit up to date go through it check it make sure you got plenty of water that you can give them and um, you know and, and just just be aware of of what's going on around around your farm and and, and how things are Makes sense. Very good tips from Dr. Adam Kayot. A Louisa tip at Seminole Feed Store and probably a few other places. They sell the stuff you can write on your horse that's waterproof. Um, and it's a good idea to put some form of identification. Remember, um, a nylon halter can get hung up on something and the horse can get hung up. So if you're going to leave a halter on, a leather halter, but then remember a leather halter can also break and come off. So it's not a bad idea to tie something in the tail or to take some of that chalk they have at Seminole feed stores and some of the other places and write, go away, hurricane on your, no, write your horse's name and phone number, uh, your name and your, and your phone number on the side of the horse because if, God forbid, the horse got out of the barn or out of the field, at least somebody will know um, or get your microchip put in. Or if you don't, or if you don't like your horse free to a good home. <laughs> <laughs> That's another option, right? <laughs> Louisa Barton and Dr. Adam Kayot here at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. 
At Crystal Cryo, you can relax and enjoy a non-invasive cryo skin facial. Reduce fine lines and wrinkles and tighten the skin. Improve texture and tone. Stimulate collagen production. Reduce inflammation and acne. And increase blood flow to the skin, resulting in a more youthful, radiant appearance. And it all takes only about 30 minutes. Boost your confidence now and set up a consultation. Find Crystal Cryo at crystalcryo.net or on social media. Experience the ultimate in relaxation and rejuvenation. Pamper and revitalize your body, mind, and spirit at Crystal Cryo. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. Does your farm need a facelift? Has the harsh Florida climate left your barns, stable doors, and fences stained? JNS Pressure Washing has a professional team who can exceed your expectations and restore your farm to its former glory. Get rid of dust and cobwebs that can cause allergies and health issues for horses, and keep your horses safe by limiting fire hazards in the barn. JNS Pressure Washing can clean your house, your barns, your fences, and your driveway, and you can count on dependable and professional services. For more information, call Stephen at 352-502-5355. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Barton for the Horse Talk Show and the CEP's Equine Initiative here in the CEP's Equine Studios with the Scromy family. Uh, recently, Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses, who are dear friends of ours, the show and of the CEP's, reached out to talk to me about uh, this family. This is the family of Taylor Scromy. Very sadly, uh, in 2022, Taylor lost her life in a motorbike accident. She was an equestrian. She was a therapist. She loved to help people, especially in rehab. And her barrel racing was certainly uh, a part of her life that she loved. She wanted to move to Ocala, and we th thought that it would be very appropriate to talk to this family about her life and about the legacy that continues now through a little horse called Apollo. Thank you guys so much for being with us. We Thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Thank Stephanie, you. Tad, and Kyle. And Kyle. We're terribly, us. terribly sorry. 
um, that you uh, that you lost your daughter is heartbreaking, but we appreciate so much what you're doing through Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses, amazing 501c3 organization. Um, but we really want to learn a bit about Taylor, so maybe we'll start with you, Stephanie, and you'll share a little bit with us about her life. Taylor was a very special young lady, um, not just because we're her family, um, but since her her death um, we have heard multiple stories about how she touched people's lives and how kind she was how sweet she was and you know sometimes as parents you think oh how are my kids going to be and you know we try to raise them to be that and you don't always see it and um, we knew that she was but after her death it just really amazed us at what an impact she had in this world and on people. Um, she was 22 years old when she passed away and she lived and did more in those 22 years than a lot of people at the age of 70 when they pass away. Um, she always had a passion for horses um, since she was a little girl. So much um, Four years old. Um, her babysitter had horses. We were not a horse family to begin with. Her babysitter had horses and rode trail riding and stuff like that and that's where she got her love for horses and so of course like every little girl asked for a horse and her, first pony. <laughs> her dad gave in and bought her her first pony which turned out to be pregnant and yes <laughs> he had always said we're going to be a one horse family <laughs> oh, so her pony was pregnant had a baby and then the list of horses since then has just gone on and on. Um, but I had told Taylor um, when she wanted to get a barrel horse that she is gonna have to be responsible for this horse. She's going to have to take care of this horse, that it wasn't something that her mom and dad were gonna do and then she would just get on ride and have fun and then get off and we would take care of it. And boy, she took that to heart. Um, she did everything on her own. Um, she had her way of doing things. We couldn't even help her much. She <laughs> because she would get mad that we wouldn't do it right. Um, so she grew up um, competing in 4-H, um, the Illinois Junior High School Rodeo Association. She was part of that. Um, she had a rodeo dog too. Right? She <laughs> had a rodeo dog, Faith. Yes. That, yes. Um, she competed at the NBHA World Finals in Perry, wow. Georgia. Um, we traveled all over the United States with her. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma That's City. Um, to barrel racing clinics. Um, and so she, she definitely had a passion for speed. She you had a passion for, for barrel speed. racing, right? It had to be. <laughs> she tried jumping and she did jumping for about a week. And it just wasn't fast enough for her and it wasn't, <laughs> didn't give her enough adrenaline. Um, so she stopped jumping and w continued on with barrel racing. Um, and, and she had a passion for therapy. And she had a passion for therapy. Um, she had a horse that was injured um, and it was devastating to her that she wanted this horse to be able to get better and rehab so that she could continue riding him. Um, and so that's kind of where her passion for horse therapy started and so when she decided to go to college um, she picked physical therapy um, she wanted to go into that originally so that she could do therapy for horses 
Um, and then after she got into that, um, she realized that therapy for people was a passion. Just was a model student, and she maintained that through the whole two years. One of the best students I've ever had. I've taught here 10 years. That she wanted to help people like herself if she would have gotten hurt to rehab to be able to ride a horse again. She wanted to help people be able to do that. How wonderful. So um, she went to school for that, and she graduated. Um, and she moved to Florida. Taylor was very adventurous. We're from a small town in Illinois, and there's not a lot there. Um, she wanted to find adventure. She was adventurous, mm -hmm. and she had always talked from the time that she was little that she did not want to stay where we lived, that she wanted to go somewhere else and go big. So she moved here to Florida. Um, Jacksonville um, brought her horses with her, um, and she was living the best life. She was a physical therapy assistant, working full time, riding her horses, riding a motorcycle. Down here in Florida is where she got into motorcycles with her friends. Um, and again, it was adrenaline. It was the need for speed. Um, she loved every second of barrel racing and of motorcycles and of her therapy. She told me multiple times that she was living her best life. I was going to say she lived a, a very fulfilled life in 22 years, didn't she? She did. And she made her dreams come true. That's uh, and it's impressive. And the work ethic as well. Wow. Yes. Definitely. Um, so yes. after, um, after, sadly, after her passing, you found Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses, the 501c3 organization that does therapy for does such an incredible work uh, within uh, different therapy hospitals and, and works with older folks and young children in literacy and and you chose them because you wanted a legacy that you knew Taylor would love and Apollo being their little <laughs> Spitfire. speedy rascal yes, <laughs> that loves speed and loves adventure and, uh, and is full of life and so you wanted to carry on Taylor's legacy. Uh, with a miniature therapy horse called Apollo. I did. Um, after her death, multiple people asked me what we wanted to do for a memorial for Taylor. And at that moment, I had never thought about planning a memorial for one of my kids. So I had wasn't even in my mind. Um, and I was sitting on Facebook um, one day scrolling through and a general carousel's ad came up just on my phone, just came up. Um, and I started reading about them and I could just hear Taylor in the background, yes, mom, yes, mom, this is what I want. This is the one. Mm -hmm. um, about a month before her passing um, at her work, one of her, their missions was to incorporate um, outside um, outreach into the community. And Taylor had talked to her boss about somehow incorporating horses into the therapy at their clinic. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this was so close to her. Like she lived in Jacksonville, this was in Ocala. She wanted to move here, the horse capital of the world. And like, this is it, this is therapy, this is horses, this is amazing. Um, and so I reached out to Debbie and got information and it was just meant to be. So today uh, you went to Encompass Health and you had lunch and you met Apollo for the first time, uh, the little miniature therapy horse that belongs to Debbie and George, uh, wearing Taylor's colors, her barrel colors. And um, wow, just share with us if you can, um, <laughs> how that felt, how that, how that moment was. Powerful. 
powerful spiritual um, moving that her legacy could live on through such a little horse that would touch many lives. And, and George and Debbie and their little team of horses have touched so many. I've seen it myself and they continue to do so. And, and it's life changing for all ages. But to, uh, to have that Apollo so full of adventure and speed himself, mm -hmm. videos of him racing across their farm, right. um, to have him represent Taylor and carry on her, her, her passions horses and, and therapy and helping people and that's what I like about it is Taylor was working at an outpatient clinic um, at the time of her death but she wanted to see people get better and and move on and so Apollo's legacy that's what he she's gonna continue to work through him because he is gonna help the people get better and to be able to go out and do their normal they, lives and that's exactly mm -hmm. what she wanted and that's exactly what Apollo is gonna do Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now here's your host, Pretty Pretty, Louisa Barton. She's a Brit, she's got the gift of the gab, and her guests are fab. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show for this very special series, At the Farm with Aaron Vale, Episode 1. So Aaron, tell us a little bit about this horse, what he's done, name, age, where he came um, from. This, All is, stuff. this horse is named Styles. He's a seven-year-old. Appears to have exceptional talent. Meant to hopefully be an international, Olympic, maybe world championships type of horse. So there's there's a lot of a lot of expectation for him. Um, did I say his name is Styles? Yes. Um, he's been jumping the seven-year-old classes and he's moved into the meter 35 which is just a little bit bigger than the seven-year-olds normally jump right now so just trying to get a good foundation and education in him so he's ready for some big stuff in a year or two and how long have you had him um we purchased him i don't know about february during the the winter circuit so We've had him, I don't know, four months or so, whatever that is. And, and what are the things that you look for when you're purchasing a horse? Well, you need a horse that obviously has the physical ability to, to jump big. They've got to have some, some power, or, and we call it scope, which, you know, range to reach and jump a big ox, or have to be athletic enough to, to do it from not just a perfect distance and a perfect balance. You know, they've got to be able to, you know, have some athleticism to, to, to deal with a jump that's a little out of balance or, you know, a close distance or a long distance. And uh, they've, you know, one of the, 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 the main thing maybe is a horse that's careful and doesn't want to touch the fences. If they don't want to touch the fences and they're brave enough and have the heart to want to jump the fences, they, they can overcome, you know, some, some lack of 
ability or strength in, in certain areas if they have those desires, you know. So it's a tough combination <laughs> to find all those things, you know. That's why a, a super top horse can, you know, we, we hear all these silly prices for them and <laughs> it's, you know, just just think of your, you know, your your athletes, the ones that make the most money or the ones that are the most talented and horses are horses and their value is kind of the same way exceptional talent with the heart to to try and win you know is a rare thing so um good horses uh, tend to tend to be expensive our, our key uh, is to hopefully find them when they're young enough before they, anybody knows they're expensive <laughs> with the budget I normally work with. And then make them expensive. <laughs> exactly. That's the idea. Now he, seems like a, he seems like a real softy, really, really sweet. Is that something you he, He's for? pretty sweet. You know, most horses that are super talented will tend to have a little, you know, maybe a little tougher to train. You know, they're not just pushovers. Um, you know, he's... He's getting better, but there's a, there's there's some some layers underneath there you'll find once in a while where you gotta have a have a little conversation, a mm -hmm. debate about things. Mm -hmm. to, to, so far today, we're, we're he's all all p's and q's, you know. So. <laughs> he's a little weaker to the left than the right, so I worked that just a touch more. Mm -hmm. um, similar to you know football players working through tires or something, footwork, you know, with the poles in front of the jumps, just, you know, working on, you know, muscle memory, mm -hmm. trying to get him to be quicker with his feet. And just, again, you're, you're, you're practicing the same thing over and over, just trying to, you know, the poles are set a little bit tight. So if in competition, you were a little too tight, the horse is kind of used to making a good effort from that tight distance. Wow. Um, this good horse, thought. yeah. This horse has quite a bit of ability. So lengthening and reaching are going to be easy for him. So we just have to work on, on the you know, tighter fitting, stuff. A, yeah. fitting a big square into a small mm -hmm. square hole yeah. you know and i saw that with the cavaletti as well and taking them yeah. one way and then you know, straight back yep. the other way you know, just having to think about trying to like i say you know typically horses are a little weaker one direction than the other but but you have to work both directions if you only focus on one eventually eventually the the good direction could become the bad direction mm -hmm. so now, coming over this jump and turning to the left, I could see you right away thinking about the left and how mm -hmm. your body is already going in that direction. Can you tell us a little bit about how important Ooh. it is, like, you know where you're going? Well, yeah, you just, you know, you want the, you, you want, without getting out of balance, you want the horse to follow you, you know? It should be, it should be pretty smooth and not, not a fight and an argument, you know? Again, not a debate, it should just be a, you know, I'm going he should you. know when I'm kind of just mm -hmm. giving the cue to, to leave to the left or leave to the right, you know? So just basic, little basic moves, you know, trying to add a little bit of, you know, um, basic dressage into some small jumps there as well. Try to catch some a little bit shorter, some a little more on a forward stride. And, uh, you know, one thing where I said, you know, he does have a little bit of, you see some of his lead changes there, he kind of 
gets a little light behind. So there, mm -hmm. there, there's a little, some, a few manners that still have to get better. You know, mm -hmm. we'd like to see that disappear and everything just be, you know, perfect <laughs> or as yeah. close to it as we can get, you know, yeah. but but yeah. nicely corrected and quickly corrected yeah, yeah, and gets know. himself back right exactly, again pretty yeah. fast. So. So. It, it used to be a bit more of a big deal and, you know, I've been gone for a week, so he's... A, a he's pulling a little rusty on day. you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it's, not, it's not as bad as it, as it was a while ago, but it's, it's definitely better and hopefully it'll continue to get better. And so your high hopes for him are big things. Yeah, no, he's, you know, like I say, for a seven-year-old, he's, he's jumping above his age group already. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, somewhere in his eight-year-old year, he'll start into some, some Grand Prix and whatnot. But right now we're just trying to put all the, the basics and pieces in place for that to happen. The, the physical ability is, is not in question. It's mm -hmm. just the the riding, the, the, the steering wheel, the brakes, the gas pedal, the mm -hmm. transmission, you know, you have to, that, that's the part you have to build. And how early on can you tell, how long do you generally have these before you can gauge their ability? And I'm sure that depends a lot depends on age Depends on well. the horse, you know. Mm -hmm. I just have, I've got a couple new five-year-olds that, that seem exceptional. You know, again, you're not looking at Grand Prix until eight or nine years old for them to get the proper mileage but you know some horses just with the ability you can tell they really can do it at a younger age and you know some of them that have maybe medium ability and just learn to do it through through heart and and uh you know desire um you know sometimes takes a little longer you know or you know you you don't know as soon until until they're ready to do it and you put them in there and oh he can do it you know so my best horse, uh, you know, elusive that's won so much here and other places around the country. It's kind of like that, you know. He's he's a little horse, not a ton of ability, but he just tries. And uh, you know, I bought him for for my wife to show, and he ended up being a horse that, you know, I've been to the World Cup and jump jumped some really big classes, and he's won nearly a million dollars for us and. That's pretty nice. You, you look at him in the stall, you know, in the stall, or even, you know, when you get on him before a Grand Prix and all the horses are standing there, he, he doesn't look like the other horses. He's smaller and he's kind of kind of um, plain looking compared to some of those big fancy warm bloods, but, but he beats them, you know, more than his fair share. So, so sometimes you just, the most important part is the part you can't see, you know. Right. Join us next week. For episode two of At the Farm with Aaron Vale. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance. Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Having an air conditioner that works well in Florida is a must.
Experience peace of mind by working with Florida HVAC Services, a family-owned and operated company taking pride in always putting their customers first, providing air conditioner repair, installation and maintenance services on all makes and models. For those suffering from allergies or asthma, air quality testing is recommended and hospital-grade air filters are available. Ask about a pure air filtration system today. Check them out at flhvacservices.com or like them on Facebook. Florida HVAC Services, serving all of North Central Florida with honesty, integrity, and the highest value of workmanship. And that's 100% guaranteed. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. Does your farm need a facelift? Has the harsh Florida climate left your barns, stable doors, and fences stained? JNS Pressure Washing has a professional team who can exceed your expectations and restore your farm to its former glory. Get rid of dust and cobwebs that can cause allergies and health issues for horses, and keep your horses safe by limiting fire hazards in the barn. JNS Pressure Washing can clean your house, your barns, your fences, and your driveway, and you can count on dependable and professional services. For more information, call Stephen at 352-502-5355. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Thank you for joining us in this series, At the Farm with Aaron Vale, Episode 2. And the, the foundation is very important, like rushing them and not doing all of the... Yeah, I mean, the, you know, there's, there's a level of, you know, they need to, to see it. Um, you know, the kind of a little slower you develop them, possibly, the, the better your horse you have for a longer period of time, you know, if you do a good job of it. Now, so far of the horses I've seen, you seem to have horses with nice personalities. Is that kind of important to you? You like that? Um, personality sure you'd love them to have a nice personality but uh, again we you do uh, get some feisty we, 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 ones right we want them we want them to be careful and not want to you know and ability and uh, you know you want them to be careful so they're scared to touch the fence but you want them brave enough that they want to jump it so you know you can look over some you know personality flaws if they've got those, if they've got traits, those talents, you know yeah makes sense 
Nice when they're the whole package then. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> absolutely. So you've been riding since you were, you were born into, oh, into the- I was, rode the day before I was born. So who are these going in now? Oh, my wife is on the first one there. That's yep, Mallory. That's Mallory, yep. This mm -hmm. is Sophia Ayers on the bay walking away from you. Mm -hmm. Over on the gray, Mally Claire Glancy. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is Nathan Griner here on the bay one. He used to uh, be the, the roadie for Buck Branneman. Oh, really? Um, traveled, traveled with Buck and was the organizer for years. And uh, he's recently moved to town and setting up shop to train horses. And I've got him. He comes and rides four for me every day right oh. now. Just kind of putting some of the some of the movement, some feel into these horses for me. He does a does a super job. And, nice. And know, he does he, that in Western Tech. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. That's he, what he does. Yeah, that's what he does. Cool. So That's a little different. That's a, yeah. it's a different, <laughs> different yeah. theme yeah, in we're, here. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're multicultural here. I like you know, that. That's great. He's, uh, you know, really gets them soft and turning and listening to the, to the hand and leg cues real subtle so uh you know he, he's a he's a big asset to have us help with our horses yeah that's wonderful and how kinda, old is the one he's on that's an eight-year-old he's pretty big ability he's jumped some meter 45s at weck and had some nice results so that, that's florida man he's riding is his show name florida so, man florida man yeah they all come from europe with these silly names that all sound the same so if it's a younger horse that hasn't really competed or a whole lot or isn't a, a horse with a, a real record we usually try to find a a fun name for them it's more fun than these you know all generic names where they all sound the same this is true florida man that's good yeah this, this horse was named key de doms and um mr stewart changed his name to styles so styles we're uh, we try to have some fun Fun names. Handsome, yeah, you are. So then He's, your little girl Kinza, she rides too. Yeah, yeah, she, she uh, I, just, young, I saw right? her just come out of the house, so she'll be getting on one and headed out here in a minute. That's good, and she's what, seven? She is nine. Nine? No, nine, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it goes by fast. Doesn't it? Mm -hmm, I know, mm -hmm. before you know it, you'll be a grandpa. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and she likes to jump. Oh, she loves to jump. Yeah, you might, if the camera's here in a minute, you'll you'll get some. Nice, that would be lovely, that would be lovely. So for Mallory, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what is the, the life of the wife of Aaron Vale? Well, the, you know, we own a bunch top, of horses. I think you're the top Grand Prix rider America's um, ever produced. So. Well, she uh, has a nice string of horses she shows. She's got uh, a nice horse that does the high amateurs and jumps some Grand Prix as well. And another couple that can jump the high amateurs, some young ones. and. She's got the riding bug too. I mean, that's kind of part of the deal here. And she was in it when you met, right? Yeah, yeah. You didn't drag her in kicking and squeezing. No, she huh? Nope, nope. She, you know, horse person's got to find a horse person. So <laughs> this is you, true. You know, so we're doing the same thing all day. You know, all day together, and you know, it's nice that Kinzer enjoys it as well because, um, you know, if that's what we're doing, it's better that Whole she family. Yeah. It, it, it's better that she enjoys riding and and all that rather than having to take her off to soccer games or whatever. She does do tennis and um, some art and stuff like that. So she's 
she's well-rounded, but but her real focus is is the riding. You know, she really enjoys it, which uh, kind of makes Dad proud and happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, is it hard? To, is it difficult to teach your own child? Um, you have to sometimes, you know, with a little bit. I mean, that's you know, that's part of why we do the teach, part, right? part of why we do the tennis lessons so that she's receiving instruction. You know, mm -hmm. the the riding she just kind of. Right now, she's young enough. We still kind of let her ride. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we not to say that we don't instruct, but you know, we, we just kind of keep it fun and lighthearted, and you know, her own her own desire kind of creates her competitiveness and and whatnot. So we're just kind of so she's up and coming. Yeah, we've got some nice ponies for her. You know, they're not they're not throwing her in the dirt and all that stuff. So it's. It makes it fun for her. <laughs> yeah, I you know, I thrown think for, in the dirt by ponies kids, is no fun. I think fun. for for kids, that's uh, the you know main thing is to have nice horses for them, nice horses or ponies, so that it's fun and enjoyable, and you know, not not a dread to go out there and ride a pony that's gonna rub you off in the fence or something every day. <laughs> this is true. I had a few of those <laughs> yeah, so when I was a kid. Have had those, you know. <laughs> it teaches you. Well, it teaches you how to fall off one. Yeah. And it also teaches you you don't want to fall off exactly. <laughs> real exactly. fast. You're like, I'm going to hang on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been over some jumps without some naughty ponies in my yeah. life. So I have to say that part isn't any fun at all. Mm -hmm. So how many horses are on the farm altogether? Oh, we've got a few retirees and stuff, but we have 35 stalls, which are full to the gills with horses in training. So we've pretty much consistently stay at that level if we get down a couple i'm gonna buy a couple more to fill them right up you know <laughs> how do you choose where you buy horses um do you well, have certain sales you go to at certain times of the oh, year oh i've just you know i've got a few connections in europe that that i do business with and they try to find horses for me and in, in my budget um and you just you always have your eyes open you know the the hardest time to buy a horse is when you need one you know usually usually a, a you know at least someone like me who shops on a budget per se you know you kind of just have to be ready to buy one when the horse you see one you like and he's available and you can get it bought you know um i say i just ended up within the last month i wasn't interested or necessarily looking for a five-year-old but all of a sudden i i have three of them <laughs> the ability and the price and and everything all kind of matched and um so we we've got a, a nice group of five-year-olds all of a sudden nice but to uh, have some young ones but, coming yeah up. but I, I mean you know the the older they get and they're still showing promise and ability the more expensive they get and uh you know so if we're not if we're not buying young ones and trying to develop them you know we won't have replacements for um, the ones that are jumping the Grand Prix now. So, so the goal is to is to buy them, train them up, compete on them, and then eventually. Yeah, I mean, resell. you know, we, we we do sell some horses. I mean, I like to compete. My wife likes to compete. My daughter likes to compete. You know, so our. So you got to have some uh, here. Our, our focus, <laughs> you know, I mean, we try to buy horses for us to develop to compete. You know, um, if they're not quite what we want or something, you know, hopefully we can 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 sell them you know and keep getting young ones to to develop so we have nice horses to show because um you know it's difficult to to go buy made horses that are jumping big classes again 
you know, if they're doing that, they, they get to be a bit pricey. Join us next week for episode three in this series at the farm with Aaron Vale. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers a largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Reboot Self-Care Center in Ocala is the future of integrative healthcare, utilizing natural self-care protocols and the finest in modern technology. Instead of treating you, we are teaching you. Learn how to combat threats to your own health and protect your family. For weight control, performance enhancement, anti-aging, self-detoxing, or preparing for pregnancy, Reboot Self-Care will teach you how to improve your own health. Like us on Facebook now and find us on the web at RebootSelfCare.com. Join us for the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by Ag Pro Companies of Ocala, October the 21st at the Florida Horse Park. Enjoy the parade of horse breeds, take a free hay ride, and learn horse sports by competing from the safety of a stick horse. Win ribbons and prizes in barrel racing, show jumping, calf roping, racing, polo, plus food trucks and a vendor village. Don't forget to horse around with us on October the 21st, 10 to 4 p.m. at the Florida Horse Park. Free admission for all ages. This event is part of the CEP's Equine Initiative presented by Piranha. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. This is episode three of a series at the farm with Aaron Vale. I do know someone. I was just at Devon at the show talking, and that 
someone was saying that, you know, he had a really good five-year-old and um, I didn't know what, you know, he, he doesn't want to sell it, but he said if in Europe he, people would price that horse at 500,000. Wow. You know, so that's that's <laughs> way above my budget yeah. you know, for a five-year-old. Oh but, my gosh. you know, an extremely yeah. talented horse. I mean, they just, you, the they numbers are crazy. It's, the it's sky's such the a, limit, right? It's such a popular sport in the whole world, you know. It's just, it's amazing what people will pay for horses, you know. And you so, generally buy overseas? Um, I buy in America, overseas, where, you wherever you can find a horse, you know. Okay. Wherever the the ability and the price matches, buy from Europe. You have to factor in cost Shipping. another ten or twelve thousand to get added here. to the price to get them here. So right, just you know, it all depends. How much has WEC changed everything for you? Well, I mean, it's I mean you know, with the real estate and... market. I mean, I <laughs> I had a I still have forty four acres, but I sold twenty eight acres off the front of my farm. They they've raised and created a new stronger market for farms with international people here we've be, we've become a destination for people to shop for horses i just um sold two horses to australia wow um <laughs> you know didn't even know the people a friend of ours said hey we've got people coming from australia to look at horses and um you, you know i mean that never would have happened before so you know the the horse sales market um has broadened the you know the the real estate here is you know ballooned in price yeah. um even with you know the economy being a bit down and all that so but yeah it doesn't feel like you the know economy's it's such down a, here right no exactly <laughs> i mean it's just such a popular sport and they've built such a wonderful facility here it just it's really really just you know bolstered changed, everything changed the game you know mm -hmm. so What's your kind of, is your highest hopes is the Olympics or probably? For sure, most, I mean, you know, most Olympics right? are absolutely Olympics and just some of the top international shows, Aachen in Germany, um, Spruce Meadows, you, you know, I mean, just I, I've, I've done a lot, but there's some things I still want to do, so. What do you attribute your success to? Because you are, are the winningest uh, Grand Prix rider that, the USA has ever produced, I think, I don't and you've know if got I'm some quite that, you're, but you're, close to it. It's not. You're um, pretty close. Pretty, um, pretty close. I just, think you I might. Mean, have I, I've got a lot of natural ability, but you know, I also have desire and work ethic. You know, I, and even even though I'm not as young as I once was, I, I still have the the desire to to ride and compete. You know, so just I enjoy doing it. You know. Gonna it's do important it as long to as I can. Stay fit, though, right? Oh, absolutely. So, do you have some kind of program for that? Well, I ride horses all you day long. You ride horses all yeah, day long. I, I ride horses. You do all anything day long. else, sports-wise or I fitness? I move the jumps. You I, move the jumps. Yes, know, we saw I, you down on you the know, ground. You know, we were we were mowing till five o'clock mm -hmm. yesterday when we were done. I had to water bushes that we've planted to reconstruct. You know, the portion of the farm we still own into the full farm. Um, drag the arena. There's endless work. Right? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, there's <laughs> there's no shortage of stuff to no do to, shortage, to, no. to try and stay stay fit. You know, yeah, I I, I do enough here on the farm. I don't. You have don't to, need to do. I don't else. have to go to the gym or anything. <laughs> no, I was going to say, no, I, I especially not in the summertime I, here. I right? don't. Yeah, I don't have time for the <laughs> no, gym. No. The horses take care of all that.
<laughs> this is true. There's plenty. How many acres is this? 44 we have. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. You've mm -hmm. got plenty to do. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Plenty to do. Yep. So bucket list is Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, this one. Maybe this one, yeah. That's uh, my, it would my be wife, really nice since my, I met you. My you wife know? calls him L.A. That's his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be the right age at that point. Yes, that would be quite something. <laughs> about what, now obviously it changes and varies according to the horse's health and everything, but about, is there an average kind of age they age out in this sport? You know, I mean, they kind of, you know, they're going to, be getting their best hopefully at 10 or 11 you know some horses might be a little bit later than that and then you know it just depends on on soundness after that you know if you take care of them and you know don't have any bad luck i mean some of them will keep jumping top level into their upper teens you know mm -hmm. um so that's nice you know the, plenty of longevity you know, the, the, <laughs> most of the horses that win the good classes are you know older horses you know i mean that's where you know experience is a, is a big part of it so it's not just the ability it's the the experience and you know no no two courses are exactly the same horses have to be exposed to you know different venues you know just so they're they've seen different jumps different courses different footing you know different lighting if you're jumping at night, you know, just to, to be able to deal with all that stuff. So that's, you know, why usually it's the, you know, more experienced horses that are winning the top classes. You see that with the riders mm -hmm, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think of a lot of older yeah. riders that have competed over the years. I think about Ian Miller and yeah, yeah. I mean, all those no, guys. I mean, that's, and you know, it's kind of, they're a little seasoned. It is it, exactly. <laughs> I mean, luckily it is a sport for, you can do for a long time if you stay fit enough, you know, cause um, you know, there's so much, there's a lot physical to it, but so much of it is mental and, and using your brain to, to get the job done. So, uh, now do you think this is an easy sport to get the youth engaged with, or do you think that, well, that I mean, I think budget wise, obviously it's not bud for everybody. Budget wise <laughs> is difficult. Um, you know, on the other hand, lots of people like riding and, mm -hmm. you know, and want to do horses so so there's a, a pretty big pool to draw from there um i would say the you know if you're going to be a professional or top level i mean the you know the the real trick is is the work ethic it's it's hard work you know mm -hmm. and dedication so if you want to do it you know it's it looks nice on the surface to be out there you know jumping in the Grand Prix and you know being in the the winter circle but there's there's a lot of work it takes to get there and you know not just work today or in the last year it's a lifetime of work you mm -hmm. know <laughs> so it really is. Um, yeah it's, it's a you know full dedication was there anything else when you were growing up or when you were a teen that you thought you might do? No, or this was no, your this is it. You know, I, I, I really like, you know, American football, but not the right size or the right speed to do it. So um, just have to watch that on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and cheer them on. <laughs> exactly. And your parents were both the questions. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so. uh, they had a, had a farm, you know, so we had 
you know, kind of like my daughter, she grew up with horses, so mm-hmm. um, it was, you know, just never had a thought of doing anything else. No. Never occurred to me <laughs> that I'd do anything else. And your parents obviously taught you a very good work ethic. Um, somewhere along the way, I, I got one. You got so, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this series with top U.S. show jumper Aaron Vale. If you'd like more information about Aaron and his family and the farm, Check him out at thinkslikeahorse.com. Thank you for joining us for this special show this week. If you're listening on Facebook or Echoes Television uh, and we're about to have a hurricane, then we are praying for your safety and for your four-legged family. If you're listening on Saturday morning right now, 97.3 The Sky, odyssey.com, it's all over and we certainly hope everybody fared okay. Whether you're in the horse capital of the world, Marion County or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week and Pete will be back.